Hey, welcome to Pop That Culture, the show that talks about stuff in pop culture and weird news <laughs> that amuses me and Joe. Yes, and hopefully it'll amuse <laughs> Maybe too. you. Yeah. I don't know, but it's more, you know, because we're yeah. hanging out, so hopefully <laughs> there's a, a second helping in there for you as well. But there was big Hollywood news yesterday, the passing of Burt Reynolds. And, uh... I'm bummed out. You know, I <laughs> listen, I, I get it. People say, you know, he was a super nice guy and, uh, you know, I don't have a bad word to say about him, but I, I, people are like really hurt by the Burt passing because, but I feel like it's more dudes. I feel like dudes looked up to him oh, yes. as because he was ladies man, man about town. Mm. And he got to be in these, you know, cool movies where he had lots of he, machismo. He had a Trans Am. I mean, come on. <laughs> You know, you know, I I really was kind of bummed out. I love Burt Reynolds. Yeah, you got your uh, deliverance. That's a rough one. Uh, the longest yard, Smokey and the Bandits. Yes, one I mean, and two. One and two. Um, yes, one of the uh, the movies that helped formed my uh, my inner me. Oh, really? <laughs> well, you know, it's just were you hundred percent crushing uh, Sally Field in it. Those yes, movies? yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm hoping that at some point we just start seeing all the Burt Reynolds gag reels because those were some of the best parts. Where he's of just, the, ah, ha, ha. yes, at the end of Smokey and the Bandit, they always showed the gag reel over the credits. <laughs> Hello, Pixar, really original. Oh, um, but yeah, very sad to see him go. And uh, tweets were coming from all over Hollywood. Sure. Uh, Mark Wahlberg tweeted as well. He said uh, goodbye to a legend and a friend. Yeah, and uh, and we'll get to other things that Mark Wahlberg <laughs> said about <laughs> Burt Reynolds in a second. But in looking at the different articles about him after he passed, um, I didn't realize how many roles, according to him anyway, he turned down that would have made things so different. One of which, Han Solo. Yes. Bert, now at the time, <laughs> at the time it made sense. Because he was, he was very hot in Hollywood. 70s, 80s, huge. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't tell, he was like the biggest dude star in Hollywood practically. See, to me, it would have turned Star Wars into Smokey and the Bandit <laughs> in space. But they wanted Han Solo to have that kind of swagger. Right. And Harrison Ford has his own swagger. But I can see what they were thinking mm -hmm. when allegedly they had offered it to him first. I, you know what? If this would have happened, I would have insisted that Darth Vader be voiced by Jackie Gleason. <laughs> so it really would have been Smokey and the Bandit right. in space. I'm sensing a theme with you. Um, you know, he also uh, turned down, you know what other role? Uh, I know there was Terms of Endearment and die hard. He could have mm. been McLean in, what? That's, that's so Bruce Willis. Right. There's, like, that one I can't even see. There's like, another I one that- I cannot even see. There's another one that demands the same response. Hmm. Rocky. W what? Yes. <laughs> Yo, Adrian. I thought, yeah. did Sylvester Stallone not want to play his own role originally? He just you know, wanted to write it? There was, there was a huge consideration to have him in the, in Burt Reynolds in the lead role. Okay. Is what the rumor is. Really? Yeah. No. He would have been a terrible He would have been rock. terrible. <laughs> he get, like, they'd show the slow motion when he gets punched and you see like all the sweat come off the other side of his face. <laughs> his but, mustache. But the, mustache <laughs> the mustache would go, look like a caterpillar trying to get away and then come back. And then the other one too, because he wrote um, 
he wrote an autobiography-ish book in 2015, and one of the other roles he said that um, he had a chance at was the Richard Gere part in Pretty Woman. No. Also a bad idea. No. 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 That's no. just, I, mm-mm. You don't fit that part. However, he, after he sort of had a little bit more success later in his career with Evening Shade, <laughs> he kind of went through a quiet period, and then he had the comeback with Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that he was not a fan. No. He didn't like the dialogue or sort of like the rhythm of it and he really Mark Wahlberg said he couldn't get into it and so to get around that for a little while he was doing the part uh, with an Irish accent (laughs) as this like old timey 70s (laughs) porn director with the oh can you show me some teeth yeah why don't you whip off your shillelagh I just, I what? And so apparently Mark Wahlberg could, just could not keep right. a straight face when he was using his Irish right. accent. And so uh, I think it was Paul Thomas Anderson, the director. He, he was, you know what, just quit with the Irish accent. We're going to go back to the right. old way. I think the beauty of Burt Reynolds in Boogie Nights is he was kind of playing a person like him but involved in the adult film is because, right. because of the nature of the setting of Boogie Nights, yeah. you know, when it took place. Sure, Burt yeah, Reynolds yeah. was the only guy I would have been able to, to picture in that role. No, yeah, he was perfect for it. He was really great, but he just did not enjoy it while he was doing it. And the rumor is that he never actually watched the movie once it was completed. Oh. And I think that you can misunderstand what the movie might be just when you're shooting it. Mm-hmm. And it can seem like a completely different animal once you so, watch it in the end. So he probably thought this was this crappy movie. Right. And he then ends up getting nominated for an Oscar mm-hmm. for this movie. But because he didn't like it, he didn't do any sort of um, he campaigning. He didn't take out the ad in Yeah, Variety he didn't do any and... sort of promotion for himself mm-hmm. to really like go after it. <laughs> and so a lot of, I think it was um, Robin Williams' Goodwill Hunting ended up getting the Oscar mm. in that category. And it could have been Burt Reynolds for Boogie right. Nights, but he was like, I want nothing to do with you it. Know, he's just like he's walking around. I don't get this movie. I don't like this movie. You know, I'm, I'm, weird, doing, artsy, fartsy. I'm doing an impression of Norm Macdonald doing <laughs> an impression of Burt Reynolds. Oh. So he's basically walking. I don't like this movie. I don't like being here. And what the hell is this prosthetic dick doing lying around? <laughs> he never saw the movie. So he'll never know. He One never sidebar know. about Boogie Nights is um, I never knew that a young Colonel Jim Rhodes, uh, known now as uh, War Machine, used to be a porn star. Interesting. Don Good Cheadle to know. Wasn't, yes, okay. I got you. I know who War You're Machine just looking is. Just like at me, like Joe, 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 <laughs> Joe. The edge, the edge. No, 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 right. no, no, no. <laughs> We're back. Oh, speaking of the Oscars, you know how they just kind of threw out there that they wanted to have a popular movie Oscar mm-hmm. category, right? And they didn't explain how it was going to work or be Mm. determined or what was exactly going to go into it. And it seemed like a very obvious grab for, please, anyone under the age of 60 to watch this show because the ratings have been going down for years. Yes, and and this is much like when a person is drowning. They're saying, save me. Somebody save me. I don't care how. Just save me. (laughs) And this is what the Academy is doing. Like, what if we put in popular movies that people have actually seen? Hey, Saul, what are the kids watching today? (laughs) They like the Black Panther? Yeah. They like that Jurassic, the dinosaur movie? Oh, yeah. There's a guy running around in the leotard and he's got claws. (laughs) 
<laughs> they thought, this will be great. We'll get the kids. And then all of a sudden, just the backlash was so, I mean, it was just, <laughs> they did not realize how hard they were going to be hit with people like, what the Sam Hill are you talking about <laughs> with your popular movie category that you don't even understand? You don't even know right. how you're going to do your own category. Again, at the Oscar conference table, they're having the meeting. So, Bill, uh, this popular movie category, are there going to be subtitles? Are there a lot of foreign <laughs> actors that we don't know about in Is this? Is Daniel Day-Lewis involved mm. in any of them? Are mm. there long moments of awkward silence <laughs> in the movie? Hmm. Oh, I'm not sure. I mean, uh, Does a beautiful actress do a transformation with a make-under where she looks yes. hideous in the movie? Yes. Well, then we can't nominate it. Does a hot actress play some type of butch, overweight person? <laughs> So they put out a statement saying there's been a wide range of reactions, that's generous, <laughs> to the introduction of a new award, and we recognize the need for further discussion with our members. So they've shelved it. They were going to try right. and do it for the 2019 Oscars. Right. And they're like, mm, we're going we're gonna to go back to the old drawing board on this one and get back to you on that. Here's what you do, Oscars. You call up Viacom and you say, Viacom, let's combine forces. Let's have the MTV Oscar Awards. <gasps> We throw away the crappy Oscar categories. We throw away the crappy uh, movie award categories. We have Oscar holding a bucket of popcorn as yes. the trophy, and Bob's your uncle. <laughs> I, I Listen, Joe, you are full of good ideas mm. all the time. That is one of them. I enjoy it. Not a good idea is to sell completely fake products that have alleged health benefits no. and think... You're not going to get caught when you're making wild, wild promises for things that do nothing but take your money. And this is what's happened with Gwyneth Paltrow's health lifestyle website company, Goop. Honestly, <laughs> I, I don't know how they move forward with that name. Let's just start with that. Right. Goop. And they sell various and sundry overpriced things on there that are supposed mm. to be good for your health. And she'll, there'll be articles about new different um, yes. things like uh, cupping. Do you remember that whole yes. thing where they like heat up a glass and they put it and it leaves marks on your skin mm -hmm. and it's supposed to draw out the The impurities. Olympic swim team was doing a lot of yeah, cupping. Yeah. Yes. So she was one of the first people to talk about that. And then vaginal steaming, which allegedly mm. is not good to cook your lady parts that way yeah. either. Well... You can steam other kinds of clams. Sure. Well, yeah, that's actually how you make them. But uh, that part down there, That one. There, Don't I do it. Our, uh, our, our tender part should stay away from It's a self-cleaning oven, and you need yes. to leave that biodome alone. Mm. Yes. Just don't it's, get in there. It's like one of those natural pools. You yes. Know? When it's in balance, no need to take care of it. So there were two different kinds. One was a rose quartz one for $55. I think mm. the jade one was also around $55 or $65. And they were these eggs that were being sold on goop that you were supposed to put in your, your kitten. Hoo -ha. In your hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. Yeah. You're supposed to put it in there. And it was supposed to do many, many magical things. Um, <laughs> like what, Sarah? <laughs> balance hormones. Uh -huh. No. It was supposed to regulate your menstrual cycle. How? Mm. And then the other thing, which it may, this, the only thing in the list of claims that it might have helped with is to increase bladder control. Because if you're doing Kegels with something right. inside there, yeah. then that might actually work. This is basically a Benoit ball, is what it is. Well, that's a lot of information, but yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is definitely not a rated G show. So let's no, talk well about that's, when. No, well, that's, I mean, yeah, we're already you know. there. 
Definitely. Well, so this, these two um, eggs, and then there was also another thing that they got nailed for that was called the Inner Judge Flower Essence Blend. And they wanted you to spend $22 for something that had no smell and was probably essentially just water. Mm. And they said that it would support self-acceptance, flexibility, compassion, and forgiveness. You can, every five to 15 minutes, spray it to help prevent shame spirals. A downward, shame spiral. Downward toward depressive states. This grace-filled formula shows us how to forgive ourselves and others while enhancing equanimity and peace. Hmm. You're spraying flower water on your face. It's not going to do all those Why things. Why not have an inner judge Reinhold or inner judge Dredd? <laughs> Or Judy. Yeah. Whatever I, you choose with this water is a bunch of bull loney. Yeah. So <laughs> Goop actually ended up paying $145,000 in civil penalties to resolve mm. any allegations that they were making these un unsubstantiated right. claims. And they would give money back to anybody who felt like these um, vagina eggs and right. the flowery water in your face weren't doing what they said it was going to do. And they promise in the future not to make outlandish claims Hmm. on the Gwenny Goop website. But I think they actually got away with murder because really, if somebody actually wanted to sue, sue them, they could mm. do it for way more than $145,000, right. I, I But how think. do you prove in a court of law that your inner judge, you know, has gone the way of <laughs> That you didn't go judge into Wapner. a shame spiral or you right. did go into a shame <laughs> yeah. spiral after you were spraying water I've been shame spiraling out of control. <laughs> it's been it's crazy. <laughs> Isn't shame spiral a Nine Inch Nails album? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> it sounds like it should be. Like a whole, oh, shame spiral, go spray it on my face. And, or know. there's the walk of shame spiral. <laughs> it's where you're walking around the diag in circles after a one-night stand. And you've taken your shoes off mm. and you're wearing the same dress from the night before. Right. No, right. I, I mean, I didn't. Do Whatever that. you do, don't let anybody see what sorority you're in. Put your letters away yeah. because you would shame your sisters doing the walk of shame. Don't embarrass those mm -hmm. girls. No. Nope. Controversy, controversy. We've been talking about it mm. this week with Nike and Just Do It and Colin Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. And so uh, last night was the NFL opener and they played the commercial that we played for you yesterday. And I thought it was a really good commercial, but some people were very upset about using him as part of their right. campaign. But not controversial and actually embraced and people are super excited about him being involved with the brand is Lando Calrissian. Oh, Don Billy D. Williams? No, well, oh. I mean, you know what brand he's involved with. Coke 45. Yes, he is. Um, Donald Glover is now going to be working with Adidas. They're saying he's an Adidas co-creator. That's a strong hmm. word. Like, I don't know <laughs> if hmm. he's going to actually fully help design the shoes and the apparel, but he might. And he actually just put out a, uh, a commercial, or not commercial, a music video for his latest single, Feels Like Summer. And it was this whole animated thing with a little animated character. And so to announce the fact that he's going to be working with Adidas, he did a little tiny animated short with that same character where the character puts on the shoes. Ooh.
It's very Glover in of right. him to do it that way. The and music, for the kids, Childish Gambinos yes. from Adidas. <laughs> the actual full music video is cool, too, if you get a chance to check that one out. But he said, I believe it's important not to feel like ideas are bound by specific guidelines. Mm. And Adidas Originals have given me the opportunity to create on my own terms. What does that mean? I'm looking forward to seeing what that leads to. Mm. And Adidas said, a collaboration without boundaries. Really? Welcome to the family, Donald Glover. So I don't know <laughs> what Adidas stuff you're going to see coming at you after this, these two get together. But um, I have loved pretty much everything this guy's put out. Right. So I trust you. I trust you, Donald Glover. Are you going to rock a pair of... Of Adidas? Yeah. I'll check them out. Okay. I don't know. I haven't worn a pair of Adidas in a, in a very long time. So were you into the shoes when Wu-Tang Clan made them? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't know. Are you a sneakerhead? You're not really, are you? I, I, I have to wear, because of my problem feet, I have to wear... You have problem feet? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm Filipino. I've got flat feet. We all do. <laughs> okay, good to no, know. No, so I have to rotate my shoes out frequently. So I have many, many pairs of shoes, probably also because I'm Filipino. Right. But my podiatrist said, you know what? You don't need insoles or anything like that. All you need to do are just wear good shoes and rotate them frequently. Don't oh. wear them until they're falling apart. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe so. you will be the one that will be sporting the Donald Glover Adidas shoes. Only if they're tap up. shoes. Because <laughs> I hope. like to just break out and dance uh, That's savvy you know, on, on occasion. Yes. That's savvy. Yeah. All right. Oh, you know what broke out on Tuesday night. Oh, boy. I, I kind of wish somebody had video of it. They don't. But we're going to tell you about the <laughs> fight that happened between two Tiger favorites when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special. Nine holes of golf and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a five-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them.
Welcome back to Pop That Culture. Joe. Yes, Sarah. Sometimes people work together in this broadcasting industry. Hmm. And they seem fine on the air, mm -hmm. and they have to work together every single day. Oh my gosh, terrible. But off the air, mm. they can't stand each oh, other. Oh, they throw down. <laughs> yes. Have you worked with anybody like that? I have. Have you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh. Oh, it's a good times. Um, I think there was actually uh, an incident with a couple, with like Carolyn Clifford and somebody else who did either traffic or weather, where those two ladies actually got into a physical altercation. Mm. That's another one where, where were the cameras on and that? somewhere some producer has, <laughs> yes. you know, just kind of like there's a camera they're tinkering with and like in the background. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that was before the complete proliferation of smartphones. Right. So someone didn't have it at the ready to be like, Broop, and start filming it. <laughs> and we'll see if there's actually any footage of this one eventually that comes out from somebody. But apparently after Tuesday night's Tiger game, um, Fox Sports Detroit broadcasters Mario Mpemba and Rod Allen got into a tussle. Ooh, a tussle. Finally came to blows. Oh, and, whoa, uh, really? It Well, it has not been a secret that they don't really like each other. Off, They've had to work together for 17 and years. Here's the thing. When you're doing that type of thing and so you're like you're traveling with the yes. team, you're having to go to you're, you're having to wear your best face and look like you actually And they're totally like cordial on the air. They're very professional. They do their job, but it is just a well-known thing that they just don't like each other right. off there. So you got to imagine when they're doing this promo shoot and Pemba's like, I would like to put your face mm -hmm. in this glove and a rod like, I will stick this bat so far up your hey, smile. I mean, they do not yeah. like each other. I don't know what started mm -hmm. this. I don't know what was said on Tuesday night, but there was a fight. And then all of a sudden next night, they weren't there. We're like, wait, why are uh, Matt Shepard and Kurt Gibson uh, doing the game tonight? What the? I was actually I was at um, trivia with some friends, and they looked up at the screen, and they're like, this is weird. Why are those two covering it tonight? And I had no idea I, until the next day when I saw the story. Like, ooh, that's a right. There's a little bit of an incident. It's so. um, you, you basically saw it almost in real time, yeah. like the the effect. And, you know, when you have people who are the consummate professionals in the broadcasting world, they're very, very good mm -hmm. at hiding it, usually. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you'll have meetings behind the scenes get, you know, um, very tense. Sure. Or you'll have when the mics or cameras are turned off, you'll have a little <laughs> cold shoulder going on. Like, Sarah and I, we can't stand each other, so we don't laugh or anything on this show. No. Um, no. But if you turn up FSD the next time you watch a game, if they're back on soon... Listen really, really closely. You'll see, like, uh, oh, line drive, you son of a bitch. <laughs> turn it up. you got to turn it up really loud, probably in surround sound, yeah. maybe in your back speakers. I might actually watch, like, this might actually be a ratings boost. I mean, oh, I know yeah. people are already going to watch for the Tigers anyway. Mm. They don't need a boost. But, uh, yeah, now that I know that the, the tension has boiled over and you can actually see it between these two gentlemen, I think there's already a suspension. We might not see oh. them together for a little while. And then they're going to come back and it's going to be real awkward. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. You know, they're going to have to do something to make them like each other. Like maybe they'll take ecstasy. <laughs> hey, uh, 
Can you oh, you're so soft. Yeah, What's going on? I really like you. Rod, can you just give me a back rub? I kind of oh feel like God. dancing. What's up? Yeah, look at the lights on the Jumbotron. <laughs> Pretty. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, this um, became slightly physical, this next altercation. Mm. Yes. It was like the octagon of corn inside a mm. grocery store in Canada. And it's actually a grocery store called No Frills. So it's in the title. That's right. when there's, they're not trying to hide anything from you. Like, that's what we're giving you. And corn was on sale for 14 cents an ear. Canadian. Yeah. So that was like free. It was like free corn, right? <laughs> Although I think, uh, I don't know, the Canadian money might be stronger than the U.S. dollar. I'm not uh, sure where we're at Last time right you know, I think it was uh, at about 60 cents. Is it? Yeah. Well, people were excited to get corn for 14 cents. And there was a big cardboard, like I said, like octagon circular thing, like in the center of the store. And you do not get in the way of old people that are hoping no. for a bargain. No. Because, <laughs> Mrs., we are taking home this corn. Just, have you ever tried to reach in at Costco to grab a sample when there are, you know, some... Some we more seasoned. We had that happen to us. We had yes. people who were like, Last time. who swooped in. We were trying to get a little sample yes. action, and we were like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, yes. just go ahead. I'd like to try a piece of that muffin, and it's just like you pull your hand back. It's all bloody. <laughs> what happened no. here? I've been waiting for this sample for a half an hour. So, yes. Um, so there is video of the incident that happened at the No Frills grocery store in Canada where everyone was all about that corn. Calm down. Calm down. One guy's got his wife helping him in yeah. this operation. He's like, get in here. I'm taking. I got the core. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. And Canadians are supposed to be so nice and civil. They're like, Canadians are like Americans on their best behavior. Sure. Oh, I'm sorry, eh? I mean... Did I bump you, eh? Don't touch my corn. Um, and, you know, like here, you know, you see the corn out in the Kroger. They have the nice little garbage can. You can shuck your corn. Yeah, I've never seen anybody fighting at the corn stand at the grocery yeah. store here. Never. So, um, in a prior life, when I lived elsewhere, I would go to Chinatown on Sunday mornings because the fishing boats would come in really early and they would have fresh lobster. And in Chinatown, you could get like three lobsters for like $9. It was ridiculous. Wow. And I would have to fight these like 90-year-old Chinese women <laughs> to get a lobster. I mean, it, it was like crouching tiger. They were like flying through the air and, you know, it was unreal. I could not believe it. And so it literally, and this is not a joke, I, it took me my third try finally where I walked away with some lobster. It took me three those, Sundays. Those women denied you lobster. It was complete. Like you couldn't get one crustacean that no, whole time. No. Until, what did you do no. the third time? Just like I showed up. I showed up earlier. I got in the front of the line. Like last time, I I thought, oh, there's a nice organized line. But as soon as the roll up door all came up, it off, was just boo. like, you know, these women who are barely moving two seconds ago, all of a sudden, <laughs> new kung fu. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're all oiled up. Yeah. Did you ever see Mortal Kombat? <laughs> like they were like they grabbed this one dude. They grabbed the base of his spine and tore it <laughs> out through his body, and then his limp body just fell over. Finish him. Like, listen, Stacy, hold my earrings. Yeah. I need this lobster. Exactly. <laughs> it was with the joy. It was like the Joy Luck Club with no joy right. and no luck. No luck for you, no. Joe. Uh, things got ugly at a school recently as well when parents started to see this note that was sent home that their children had to sign. This is a charter school in Memphis. They are reviewing their policies and the incident after a mom took a picture of this note and ended up posting it online. And uh, this note is a doozy. It has to do with bathroom breaks, um, trips to the nurse, trips to get mm. water or speak to any of the administrators. She Does writes, it come you know, for acid trips? <laughs> okay, sorry. This is for grade eight, and it's for admin, bathroom, water, nurse pass. I will only have two passes for the entire month. I understand that once the number is circled, it indicates how many times I have gone thus far for the entire month. I understand that I need Mrs. White's signature for every time I leave to go to the bathroom of the nurse or to speak with the admin. I understand that once I've used my two passes for the entire month, I will not be able to go to the restroom, get water, or go to the nurse and that only special accommodations will be made if a doctor writes a note. And if I fail to comply, I will get an automatic detention and a zero on whatever assignment I was working on. This is where it gets super weird. It then says, I understand that Ms. White is petty, and although we both have options, I can be denied going to the restroom, water, nurse during the lesson. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please feel, please feel free to speak with Ms. White before or after school, although nothing will change. Hmm. And if you this lose is a, your pass... This is a bitter-ass teacher. Yes. Bitter. Now, a couple things. How come uh, she didn't have the students notarize their contracts? And this contract is null and void because Kristen or Kirsten Hamilton signed it uh, in pencil. Oh, in well, that's true. You have ink. to do it in ink. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I get it. Kids are always trying to get out of things. And, mm -hmm. you know, they might abuse, you know, like, do you have to go to the bathroom that many times? Like, I understand how she might get frustrated. But to say that over the course of a month, a child might only be able to leave the classroom twice mm -hmm. for a nurse... Or if they have to pee? Like, are you kidding me right, right. now? This is ridiculous. So, um, yeah, when I was in kindergarten, mm -hmm. um, I had a teacher that did basically the same thing. She was just like, okay, you can't go. So I just went. In your pants? Yes. On the floor? Yes. No, in my pants, in the little shell chair. And when I stood up, oh, it was in. And, uh, and so uh, I was allowed to go to the restroom when I needed to from that point forward. You're like, listen. I will win this game of chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I am not bluffing. <laughs> you want to call my bluff? <laughs> because this small child is locked and loaded, and right. I will release the hounds. Oh, yeah. My animals were soaked for the rest of the day, and I didn't care because the oh. rest of my kindergarten career. And then you were the kid that smelled like pee. No. No? No, my pee smells like roses. I'm sure it does. No, it happened toward the end of the day. Oh, good yeah, timing. Yeah, good because timing. the reason I got caught is because, and I remember this like it was yesterday, the reason I got caught is because we were stacking the chairs, and someone said, how come there's all this liquid oh, in this chair? Joe. And it was right before we got on the bus, and I said, look, you told me I couldn't go to the bathroom. I had to go to the bathroom. You think I'm lying? You think this round, cherubic face is lying? You think this bowl haircut lies? I never lie. Mm -mm. If I'm lying, I'm dying. <laughs> 
Well, Joe had a traumatic bathroom incident, and there is now a very viral video of another woman who had a traumatic incident that started in the bathroom, then went to the ceiling, then went to the floor, mm. and we will explain it next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Oh, another stellar choice by Joe. Thank you. It's good work, my friend. You like that? Her, I did it for you. Dancing on mm -hmm. the ceiling. Yes, there was a woman who was not a patron of a Mexican restaurant. She wasn't mm. going to buy anything. Wait, was she a patron? She was. Ah. But she asked the employees, could she please use their bathroom anyway? Mm. And they were like, all right, fine, you can use the bathroom. And then after a while, they started to realize there was a line forming outside of the ladies' bathroom. Mm. And the line got bigger and bigger and bigger. And that woman had been in there for a really long time, and they did not understand what was going on. Hmm. And then they realized they were hearing weird noises in the ceiling. Oh. And then they could see the ceiling tiles start to bow. Uh-oh. And all of a sudden, the customers started to catch on that something was up, literally, a woman in the ceiling. Oh. And that she could fall through at any time. So and wait. So it wasn't Tom Cruise trying to get the other half of the knock list? <laughs> no, well, if oh. only she was a secret agent. Um, <clears throat> the customers, when they realized what was going on, of course they whipped out their phones. Mm. 
all the more for our viewing pleasure. So here are the moments just before and then the actual shebang for this woman <laughs> who we don't know why, but was in the ceiling. in a way that it looked like anybody who knew what was about to happen. Right. How did you not figure out, which she may have been trying to take a nap up there, because they said she, they're pretty sure she was a drug, uh, mm. drugged out lady. No, really? <laughs> Shocker. Right. And uh, yeah, when the cops came, she was like, don't hurt me, don't touch me. So I don't know if she was trying to take a nap, because she fell kind of back down. And if like you could feel the ceiling giving way, wouldn't you kind of turn and try and hold on to something? <laughs> So I that your arms would keep you up and your, your legs would be dangling. <laughs> I mean, she, like, arms first, back, and then landed on uh, her buttocks. We had a co-worker that went up into a ceiling once, and pretty much the same thing happened. Are you serious? Name one co-worker that we had. There's one guy that would have done it that fell through. Evan? Huh? Evan? No. No? We'll talk later. Gavin? No. No? You got the right syllable. Oh. Michelle, no. 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 Just say the name of the person right now. Roberta Jacina. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just joking. It wasn't Roberta Jacina. Roberta Jacina is she's, a fine, fine news reporter. Yeah, she's for, an awesome climber. She's never, she goes up there all the time, but never falls. Before. News Radio 950. Yeah, she knows how to handle a ceiling. Right. Um, so they, uh, yeah, she was treated, this woman, for minor injuries, and nobody else was hurt in this. But if you, there's another, I saw a longer version of the video where the people that were sitting at the table that had the guy that was holding the phone to film mm. it, then they, they, he pans back and like half of the people hadn't gotten their food <laughs> because everyone was so fascinated by what was happening in the ceiling. Like this woman actually figured out there was a false panel in the bathroom and then was able to climb into it and get up in the ceiling. I don't know, again, like I said, if she was hoping for a nice nap or what was going on there. I I don't even know. What to no, say. it's a it's a weird one. Also weird, and people freaked out when they saw the camera at the U.S. Open capturing a woman who was sitting at a table with a young child, and it wasn't the child that was doing this, but it was her dipping her chicken fingers in her pop, right, in her Coca Cola, and apparently, so now the the chicken fingers lady has been heard from. And she said, she actually kind of blames her dad for this. So you can't see him, but she was there with all three of her nephews. She was like, this is like her dirty habit when she goes to places like ballparks or whatever that sell like, you know, the big fair type yeah. food. And she's like, don't tell your mom, don't tell your dad. I know this is a really gross habit, but I liked it. And she said that it started when she was little and her dad was like, if your chicken fingers are too hot, you can cool them off by dipping them in your pop. Or you could just let and them then, cool off. Or you could just wait yeah. and learn. 
patience and delayed gratification. Well, see, I, I've I've been thinking about this since we first brought up the story, right? Thinking about trying it? No, I've just been, you know, I've been sitting up at night, you know. And just like, I wonder about, what Alexa ah. Greenfield is dipping her chicken fingers in now. Now, I could see it working because, you know, we were talking about the sweet and salty and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. You know, if you dip it quickly, it, it might, you know, if you dip it quickly so that they, you know, it's still the batter, still batter. Right, it's that soggy. But the thing that really kind of makes me ill when I think about it is, what if you keep it in there long enough for the batter to get soggy? Gross. No, thank you. Yeah. Boo. Do you ever get chicken fingers to go and they don't punch holes in the steam? And the steam the makes steam them out? super soggy. Yes. Yeah. That's what I started thinking about. It ruins it. But yeah, she's now done several interviews. I don't know how people figured out who she was, but um, she said she would be willing to try dipping other things into Coca-Cola yes. and see She's how been doing it the morning show circuit. You know what? A year from I'm now. I'm your dip girl. She's hey. <laughs> dip, baby, dip. No, yeah. she is going to hand, she's going to have the last laugh. A year from now, there'll be a whole chain of restaurants <laughs> where all you buy is Coke and she's paired all these different things to dip into the Coke. <laughs> Oh, this 1987 Coca-Cola goes really well mm. with these fine chicken fingers. Yes. Yes. Um, there is another lady who is well-known for something, and that is Miss Ariana Grande. Sure, she has a great voice, mm. but she's also extremely attached to and known for her super long ponytail. Mm. It's rare when you see her hair not looking like that. That's just like her thing, her safety blanket. And I feel like the longer she's been in the spotlight, the longer and the bigger her ponytail has gotten. Right. It's full of secrets. You know, it, what it is is this, and um, I don't know if you're aware of this, is that um, Aria Grande, Ariana Grande has a a very grave fear of being locked in a tower. Uh-huh. And so in case she ever does, she yeah. can let her hair down oh, she's for, her, to get out. for her savior to you know, climb, climb up and, and, and also get out. stuck there. Yeah, sure. Right. Right? Like, if you think about it, it's like, okay, well, you can get up in the... Was he going to carry her down? Like, for, it, was, it didn't make any sense. In the Rapunzel situation, yes. you, get, you get a prince who climbs up. Did he have a lock? And pick? then... Right, no, like I get how her witch mom was like, I climb up, I say hi to you, and then you have to put your hair back down and I climb back down. She stays in the tower. Mm -hmm. But if you're trying to extract the girl right. from the tower in the rescue mission, yes. are you going to wear her like a backpack? Like, how are we getting down from this tower? Right. I don't understand. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Right. We're just going to have to both jump and hope that, you know, the our legs, when they break, will heal within like, you know, six to 12 months and mm -hmm. we can army crawl our way to wherever we want to have our see? happily ever after. See? It makes see no sense. See what happens when you start thinking about this? Zero sense. Uh. But yes, so she uh, appeared on Jimmy Fallon this week when they realized that there's Ariana Grande and her ponytail is actually its own sentient being. Hey, Ariana. You busy? No, come in, have a seat, come on. Thanks so much for being here. I always love it when you come on the show. Oh, thank you, it's always a blast. Um, do you want a drink or something? Actually, yeah, sure, I'd love a drink. Oh, relax, I got it, tell me about it. Oh, I'm sorry, do you want a different drink? No, this is great, it's just, What's going on with the... Oh, my God, sorry, sorry. Mm. Thanks. Bless you. Oh, thanks. Uh, so I, I, I gotta ask. Oh, sorry, hold on. Ooh. Ooh. 
Thank you. Hello? Uh, demons. Raccoons? No. Raccoons are trash. Like an East African concrete or something. What the f <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's even more, actually, in her ponytail then goes on to help stop a crime in action when someone gets their purse <laughs> stolen. <laughs> and it's just, ha-cha-cha, hitting them and tripping them. And, yeah, so now we know, we understand the full reality of Ariana's ponytail. Right. It's like a, it's like a third It's hand. like a little shop of horrors. It was very little <laughs> shop of horrors. <laughs> Exactly. So yesterday we had the video of the guy that is now the new Guinness World Record, hold, record holder for being able to smash the most amount of walnuts mm. with his head. Yes. That's a skill. That's a skill that nobody needs, but that man has. And I think he smashed like 216 walnuts or something like that. Mm. It was no. a lot. But we also, we, today, we have another Guinness World Record holder. And this is one Miss Sumiko Iwamura. She is 83 years old. Mm -hmm. And she is known as the oldest, the world's oldest professional club DJ. Oh. DJ Sumi. Don't sue me if you don't like the music <laughs> on the ones and twos. <laughs> What I love about her is that at age 77, she was like, you know what? I'm going to go to uh, DJ school. Mm -hmm. So she went to DJ school. She said the hardest part was learning how to uh, match beats right. between different songs. And she owns and runs a, like a dumpling shop during the day. That is the best part of it. <laughs> and she's still chopping them up, making them. And she's like, you know, being a DJ and doing the, the food business are very similar. You kind of get immediate feedback from your customers. You can tell if they like it, you know, if they like your food. Um, and they finish eating it and they smile at you. And then when you're on the ones and twos, if all of a sudden everyone goes to get a drink, you realize you're playing the wrong song. Right. And so she is uh, sort of a DJ in residence at one particular bar, mm. but has become so well known because how many 83-year-old DJs right. are there? Just one, DJ yeah. Sumi. So is she in residence at Sunrise Assisted Living? <laughs> she actually is now being hired like at different uh, places all over the world. She's been to Paris and Dubai. I and, love and that. Everybody wants the 83-year-old grandma DJ to do her thing, and she's just out there killing it. So. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Listen, dreams can come true no matter what your age. If you want to start a new career at age 77, do it. Right. Do it because you could become a new Guinness World Record holder yeah. too. She's going home with all these 50-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. You're so Ooh. young and sexy. You're 50. Um, on The Simpsons, The Simpsons have had a, a bit of a rough go the last few years. Maybe time to hang it up. Maybe we've had a, I think, aren't they the longest running TV show? Yes, I could be wrong on that. Is that still them? All right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they had the, the scandal with Apu and whether Apu should still be a character mm. on The Simpsons or should it be voiced by someone, maybe not white Hank Azaria, and it should be someone who actually has that accent naturally. Right. Um, and so, yeah, they've been kind of laying low for a while. But recently on Twitter, one of the producers of The Simpsons realized that there was a mistake in one of the episodes. 23-year-old mm. mm. mistake mm. was caught 
from season six of The Simpsons, and we will show you that mistake when we get back on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. You can always reach us on Facebook at Pop That Culture Detroit. Tell them you're from Detroit. Oh my God. <laughs> you remember that commercial? Yeah. You, I would, Stand up and tell I remember, uh, do they still do that where they have the grads every year yes, stand like, and yeah, yeah, form yeah. the number of the, the year and they're all waving like, yeah, this is so stupid. <laughs> I graduated. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I accomplished something that about 98% of the rest of the population oh, does. Oh, listen, you. No, those are all the valedictorians. Yes. yes. Yeah. You you get you get off of them and their yeah, accomplishments. Yeah, I know. Joe's putting the dick in valedictorian. <laughs> uh. Yay! So before the break, we were talking about the fact that one of the producers from The Simpsons, his name is Matt Selman, he tweeted a photo where he realized that from it was a screenshot from episode 13 of the sixth season of The Simpsons. That's the one where Maggie, Bart, and Lisa were still kids, right? Right. Because it was so long ago. Well, that's the thing. I mean, on the show, they kind of play fast and loose with timelines, and they're mm -hmm. not super, super concerned with continuity. But you can clearly see there's a picture right near her blue bouffant thingy of Maggie as a baby. And in this scene, Marge is pregnant, and she's telling... Homer that she's pregnant with Maggie but there's a picture of Maggie 
on the, it's like Inception. Like, I can't, whoa, right. what's well, happening? Well, we don't know, did the episode have to deal with time travel? Because that's clearly a paradox. It really is. So Matt Selman tweeted, Maggie's in a photo on the wall behind Marge telling Homer that she's pregnant with Maggie. And then a whole bunch of the other guys from the show, like Al Jean, everyone started to respond on this one and, you know, say, oh, we're going to have to, heads are going to roll. We're going to fire. <laughs> so I'm, I hope you're proud of yourself for pointing it out because now a whole bunch of people are not going to have a Christmas <laughs> because of you. We're just firing everybody. And. Um, but then people started to point out that uh, this mistake has happened in the show before where she tells she's pregnant with Bart. There's a picture of Bart. Right. Lisa, same thing, same thing over and over again. Um, and so someone was saying, well, what if she's just that's actually a picture of Lisa and that. Um, Maggie gets Lisa's hand-me-downs. Like, don't be upset about right. it. It's just the they, older They are daughter. sisters. You know, a lot yeah. of children look like each other when they're very young. We've oh. seen Lisa as a kid. She just <laughs> oh, okay. look at, she just I have never seen David jump up so quickly <laughs> in my entire life. So much athleticism. Know, right? It was like a panther. Where, isn't your leg supposed to be broken? Is this <laughs> my God. <laughs> And then, it's like that Brady Bunch where Mr. Brady throws the briefcase and the guy with the neck brace turns his head. <laughs> My goodness. Anyway, sorry. Oh, and then some people <sighs> were hoping <sighs> that maybe this was like a secret love child or something. Like hmm. Bart has his evil twin. Or what if this is no, you you know know what? Maggie's evil well, we twin? Don't, we don't know who's living in the attic in that colonial well, that the true. Simpsons live in. Very, yeah. very uh-huh. true. And then someone tweeted a, a picture that was actually from the show where they had Xena Warrior Princess saying, you know, if there are any mistakes in the show, it's because the wizard did it. That's how you explain it. If there's ever <laughs> any incontinuity, you know, in there, it's because of a wizard. Um, so, yeah, I just thought it was fun that they made fun of themselves on their show because that's actually one of my favorite uh, rabbit holes to go down is to uh, watch the videos that have all the movie mistakes. Oh, in yeah. Them. I- IMDB, it's always trivia and goofs. Yes. All the time. There. Well, first of all, if you watch the movie Pretty Woman, I don't know who was asleep in the edit room in that movie, but they must have shot the scene the first night when she's in the hotel with uh-huh. Richard Gere. Yes. And they're in front of the TV, and it's the I Love Lucy episode where she's stomping grapes or whatever. Yeah. And this is when Julia Roberts' character first, like, does prostitutey things to oh, Richard Gere. prostitutey. That's my favorite character on Facts of Life, by the way, is prostitutey. Prostitute. Yes. Oh, no, Mrs. Garrett walked in, and I've got a John over. Oh, that's amazing. Blair, prostitutey, what are you doing? You know men are supposed to, they're supposed to be off campus oh, by eight. Oh, my God. I think, well, didn't we talk about how they're doing a reboot of The Facts of Life? That's what it should be. Yeah. It's like, it's not a, a school, like a private school yeah. for girls. It's just like a boarding house for hookers. Yeah, no, it takes place at NYU's <laughs> campus. And, and the one girl. Is the madam. Yeah, like Natalie strips to make money to pay tuition. And then there's a roommate, prostitutey. Prostitutey. But yeah, so anyway, in the in the pretty woman scene, like Richard Geard's shirt in like one second is all buttoned up and he's wearing mm. a tie. And then the next scene, you know, the tie is gone, but the buttons are undone and then the tie is back and then the shirt is open. And like, it's just, it's, it's filled with a million right. prostitute mistakes <laughs> in that movie. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, and one of those scenes isn't even Julia Roberts. It's a real doll. <laughs> oh my God. Not a mistake is what this one charity store decided to do. 
and we still haven't found out yet, but somebody tweeted and then people went crazy mm. for it. And we still are waiting to find out where in the world this charity store is, but it's like a Salvation Army. Mm. And they sell a bunch of old picture frames. And so somebody put in every single picture frame is a picture of Jeff Goldblum. Genius. Genius. I didn't want this picture frame before, no. but now that I see this delightful photo of Jeff Goldblum in it, I sure as hell do. Sold. I like how they have him without the shirt in the know. kid's picture with frame the with the teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I mean, whoever did this, every single photo of him is a, they didn't do repeats. Like they truly chose which photo would be the most fun yes. with each of these different ones. What? Do you have the second picture on this one? See, there we go. See, yeah, like, look at, like, this one is perfect for that frame. It looks like he's meant to be there. Right. This is a, a carefully curated collection. It really of is. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, it's like a bunch of ugly picture frames. Those aren't that bad, but. I, they don't have any Independence Day Goldblum. Oh, I bet they do because they have way yeah. more picture frames than that for sale at this charity store. Right. Oh, man. So if you ever want to spruce up your garage sale, take a tip from random charity store and just put someone as charming as Jeff Goldblum. And do you know who that person is? Who's just oh, as charming as Jeff Goldblum? Yes. Get Craig a bunch. Folly. Get a bunch. I'm quite sure you Google it, you'll find thousands of images of Craig Folly, including the one with his shirt undone with him in a sassy recline. Or with his shirt buttoned up and a sweater on and he's ready to talk about politics and mm. what's going on in the world like he will do next. We will see you next week on Pop That Culture.